operator echo reporting listener. I've set up base camp next to the area in the reports. And nothing too odd here. Let me see chat. You're eating the meat, me, but no sauce. You You're eating, you know, I was sitting in the maze, you know, so Glad it's how it was, and if you're going to the next, you're not going to have to go to the way you did. You're not going to have to go to the way you did. You're not going Anyways, it seems pretty normal here. I'll probably move on tomorrow. Echo out. I think like Rio was like maybe going through to tidy up something. I think he's in like fucking like a pair of pajama pants in like a tank top or something like that. Like, but he's just like mm-hmm. face to face. No, uh, he had four people that he was talking through. I think he nods. He's like, all right. Good. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's not great, but also, I got real scared there for a second. Thought he'd be able to get off that mountain. I was like, "Oh shit, we're all fucked." <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he trapped there? He ain't ever left that mountain in the entire time that I've known about him. Hmm. And he also only talks through weirdos, so. Thinking, yeah. Gotcha. Uh. Anyway. Uh, he was spinning some yarn about how Cecily needs to come to her senses and go back to him and uh, see reason and forestall the apocalypse that is apparently coming um, because if she doesn't do what he says, then it will come to pass. And I didn't want to go directly to her with this because it would just scare her. But apparently you're her benefactor now. <laughs> she like looks at him with, with an eye- raised eyebrow. Um, at this moment, you hear the bedroom door open and footsteps and a very <laughs> sleepy and tousled, Cecily wearing just one of Rio's t-shirts and nothing else wanders into the living room and is like, should I make some cup? Oh, 
Uh, uh, hi, Kiki. Kiki looks totally unsurprised. <laughs> I think, I think Re- you can see Rio's kind of like staring straight up into the ceiling like, all right, if I concentrate hard enough, I'll just, I'll just disappear. If I just... <laughs> I won't have to deal with whatever's about to happen. I don't know what's about to happen, but I know I don't want to be here for it. I mean, surely Kiki smelled her the moment she walked into the apartment, right? Uh, maybe, but maybe Kiki wasn't I, thinking about it. Yeah, Possibly. I don't, I mean, Kiki could have smelled her and been like, yeah, she was here recently. Because yeah. um, mm-hmm. if, if if Cecily went to bed uh, like a couple hours ago, mm-hmm. then her scent in the living room has faded a little bit. To just kind of like ambient levels, and so to Kiki, it's just like ah yes, Cecily's scent, uh, Cecily's scent, because <laughs> she fucking lives here now. Uh, but yeah, she she looks unsurprised at this, but also uh, is looking at Rio kind of frustrated, <laughs> like why didn't you say this, say something? Um, not that she really gave him an opportunity to. <laughs> yeah, but. exactly. He's just like, I just yeah. wanna, this, he's just still yeah. staring at that spot in the ceiling, desperately mm-hmm. hoping. <laughs> uh, and she says, I hope to fucking God you're going to talk to Pat now. Uh, <sighs> what am I talking to Pat about? Did Pat mention me? The, the pack continues... To think that you and I are dating? Listen, I talked to her about this. I did talk to her about this. Did you? Because they're still making it. I can't it listen. Matter. I don't control what the fuck they think. Um, <laughs> I don't like it either. Um, um, should I go? Away? Uh, no, it's it's okay. Just Kiki came over here. It was just kind of like glances, like seeing like what information Kiki wants him to divulge. I think uh, at the same time that Rio said no, Kiki said yes. <laughs> um, oh, not that it's not great to see you, Cecily. I've just uh, was talking about some kind of sensitive information to Rio. Oh, um, I see. Well, I'll just get my things. You don't have to, like, fucking leave. Just go back to bed. Sleep. I'm done sleeping. Okay. Kiki kind of throws her hands up in the air and sits down on the couch. Cecily looks at Rio. Do you want me to leave? He said no. I, I picture Rio constantly turning between the two of them, opening his mouth, but not being able to get a sentence out. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> the drama. All right. So good. He claps his hands. What the fuck is this? A soap opera. <laughs> I don't know. I just woke up. I feel so left out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure Shade will tell all. 
<laughs> I'm going to have tea time with Archie. I just woke up and apparently now I'm not uh, welcome. So I'll just get my things. Listen, A, you are welcome. B, points to Kiki. You're also welcome, but you also don't get to tell people to leave my house. I didn't tell her to leave your house. I just don't want her in this particular conversation right now. Uh, okay, that is understandable. All right. No, you know, it's it's fine. It can probably wait. I'll catch you later. Maybe at the store. Okay. You still working at the store? Yes, I'm still working at the store. Okay, I'll catch you later. I got a delivery to make there. Anyway. Wait. Okay. Good night. Wait. I'm sorry for waking you. What is it that I can't hear? Drama. The suspense. Because my first instinct was to lie and just be like, oh, I was talking to him about my dead, missing, presumed dead brother. So, you know, that's fine uh, that you need to know all of that. But that's me reacting to it <laughs> and not Kiki. <laughs> Kiki isn't actually angry at Cecily. Wolf things. Um, She's more just like taken off guard, embarrassed, and has gone on the defensive. Yeah. Yeah. And it, for whatever reason, Cecily and Kiki just, like, continue to butt heads just because of the way that they are as people. Not because th either of them necessarily holds any ill will towards each other. Um, and so I think Kiki just kind of, like, runs a hand down her face. Um, looks at Rio. Looks at Cecily. Sighs again. Uh, Uncle Nebo contacted me last night to tell me to tell you to go back to him for god-awful stupid reasons. I told him that you probably had good reasons for being away from him. And speaking to Shade, it certainly sounds like I was right. Uh, so I'm not here to tell you to do that. I was here to talk to Rio about what we could do to put some protections in place for you so that you don't have to worry about that motherfucker. Okay? When you said his name, like, Cecily, like, grabbed the door frame, or, you know, if, if there's just, like, an arch between the, mm -hmm. the kitchen and the living room, she, like, grabbed onto that really hard. Um, Kiki looks at Rio with a knowing look, but says nothing. I think at this point we get a like we start cross cutting this scene mm -hmm. with Archie. I I'm assuming you've dug a VHS player out from some god fucking where. Yep. Uh, stop at the Goodwill. <laughs> buy a VHS player for this purpose. Actually, I think would it is Archie not already have one? Yeah. I was about to say it is entirely likely that my predecessor in the Sanctum had one. Yeah, that's fair. I kind of, like, the way I've been kind of playing it is, like, digital doesn't do well with this, with magic. In the yeah, same way, the... like, um, you know, like, EMF doesn't, you know, pops up on, like, it's electromagnetic, you know, interference, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the Harry Dresden yep. effect. Yeah. 
Oh, is that I have never read the Dresden Files. Am I am I aping the Dresden Files? I mean, unknown. It's not an uncommon kind of. Trope. Yeah, there are several. Okay, there are several other from. magic series that have the same. Trope. Yeah. Because otherwise, why don't they just use cell phones? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Anyway, um, fair. The but I think we see uh, Archie sitting down, popping in the first one of these. The earliest date, um, 1984, and kind of hitting play. Uh, and we hear uh, something the audience has already heard. And so goes, okay, so I just say stuff. I just say stuff or like the listener. Oh, viewer. Okay. Um, hello. I am Missy Cogburn. Um, the intro from a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> that they've heard. Um, and it details how she is an oracle working for Uncle Nebo. Um, and that she is afraid that he is going to end the world. Um, and then we get past that one and we start the second one. Uh, labeled 1986. And where Missy kind of details out like that Nebo is positioned to fight some kind of great evil um, but he will need he will need uh, a power to do so um, and in that power he will find a vessel um, a boy and she gives Wayne's name um I don't know where she, he's going to find him, but I do see him finding him. Um, and then we get... Uh, da, 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 da. Then we get 1990. Uh, Good year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All the elders were born before it. Um, <laughs> uh, the elders... And uh, Missy doesn't introduce herself. She, she introduces herself again. She says her full name at the front of every video, seemingly as though she's been instructed to do so um, for, like, archival purposes. Uh, but this time, she introduces herself as uh, Missy Williams. Uh, and she talks about how things are not g going great. Like, Nebo is obsessed with this prophecy of something bad coming, like he has become obsessive about it. Um, and she is increasingly seeing him meeting with somebody, but she's increasingly not seeing herself anymore in these visions of Nebo. And then the fourth one, um, labeled 1996. Uh, you can hear the sounds of, like, this is the first one that has kind of, like, background noise of somebody, like, shushing somebody and being, like, you know, uh, basically telling them, like, hey, we need you to be quiet. Uh, obviously, like, talking to, like, a child. Um, and Missy looks unwell. Um, sick. Not doing great. And... Uh, she she finally she kind of like reveals, the, you know, in this last one that like 
we have stopped, like, whatever we have done has maybe stopped Nebo from becoming what he was going to be, but she can't, she can no longer see past a certain point in time. Like, everything keeps ending. Like, there's no visions that are coming past, like, she's hitting a wall, like a, a magical wall. Um, that something is coming, like, just some, everything ends, or there's too much interference. It's like trying to peer through stone. Like, it's a wall, and you know there's something on the other side of it, but you still can't see through it. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> in Rio's apartment. Why didn't you come to me? Did I not just, because I didn't want you to panic. Uh, so you see, um, being what I am and having just left a toxic employer relationship, something like that. Um, yes, there is going to be a level of panic. Um, however, you could definitely make the case that um, I'm the one who needed to know But that's fine. I guess I don't warrant a level of respect because sometimes the scary things that I see scare me. No, that's fine. Okay, I'm gonna leave. Rio, I'll talk to you later. Cecily, I'll probably talk to you later as well. Have a good night. What did he say? I just told you what he said. Was that it? Yes. Good night. Fine. Archie, inside of your bag is also all of the information that they have about Wayne. You know that Wayne's parents, obviously Wayne doesn't have parents. Like, they've passed away at some point. Uh, Wayne was not, like, immaculate. <laughs> he was the virgin bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, not, he's not Jesus or whatever. That would be fucking wild, though. I should have thought of that. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, Wayne... You know, Jesus yeah. skipped school. Wayne's parents died in a car wreck. Or so Wayne thinks. Um... Wayne's parents uh, fell afoul of something. They were 
killed um, in the woods. And maybe they can't tell. They don't know for sure that it was Nebo because he doesn't know that Wayne existed. But he has been for a long time seeking out powerful people uh, to aid him in what he thinks is like his uh, purpose in life, which is to, you know, to save the world. Right. Okay. Um, so maybe it was, they were just happenstantially casualties of that. Um, Wayne's, uh, dad was not necessarily like a wizard, um, but he did a lot of, like, dealings with supernatural folks. Um, making a lot of wheeling and dealing, kind of in the same sense that, like, he was just, like, a regular guy who did stuff. Like Rio, you know? Um, but the coven found, was able to get this information uh, before the public did. And then generally kind of staged what appeared to be a car accident kind of explain away their deaths give some probable cause and then manipulated a lot of scenarios to be able to like get Wayne kind of in their custody like lots of posing to be long lost relatives or you know and manipulating magically manipulating files over a DHS um that sort of thing And they are, they talked with Wayne for months. Um, he has some level of magical aptitude. Like, obviously he has powers. Hell, you've taught him some basic spells and stuff like that. But they're not sure what it is that makes him the catalyst to this. Which is why they just kind of resolved to be like, okay, well, he's got enough, he's got enough aptitude that we can make him a wizard. Um, and we need a guy that can, you know, that, that will keep him off the radar. And what better than to pair him up with a guy who definitely is not going to like, push him you know what i mean like he's not going to be he's a guy who's so who's self-centered enough to like train wayne because he's part of the deal but not necessarily like put wayne on a stage you know what i mean yep so and then of course there's your relationship with larkin uh that is explained in there your Yo, the the file also chronicles you, but you know you. Um, that is that is what you have on Wayne. Any questions that I can talk? Like, is there anything in particular you're looking for that I can answer? Uh, I can give you more detailed answers on. I don't think so right now. Okay, if you think something, tell me. Um, Shade, did you leave with Kiki or are you just still hanging out in the apartment? Also, are you just invisible and hanging out in the apartment? <laughs> yeah, I was invisible the entire time. Right. Uh, 
fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that Shade stays stays around to be like, I wonder what's going to happen next. Um, okay. Uh. Now, Kius. <laughs> uh, I think Rio, like, watches the door slam and kind of, like, rubs his eyes. It's like, uh, okay. Looks over at you. You all right? No. All right. Seems about right. I feel like I've made things harder for you. Ah, hell. You certainly didn't. I was going to make things harder for myself when she got me. She gave me a second to get into word in edgewise. What were you going to say? I was going to say that, like, if we're going to make a plan, if we're going to make a plan that needs you protecting, which maybe we do. I'm not saying that she's necessarily wrong, but the, my, uh, you know, where I was going to challenge her was like, you've got to be part of that plan. Well, thanks. But she doesn't think so thing. Kiki wants to protect people. That's all Kiki ever wants to do. Hell, why do you think she's a bouncer? She can do anything. Uh, but she... It's what she likes to do. Uh, she is... The, the, the problem is that, you know, it didn't go good one time. It went bad. Real bad. And so now she's compensating. And it's not good intentions don't necessarily mean that you're right, but you know, she's trying. She's trying real hard. Okay. Well, I guess we did our best to be normal people. I think he smirks. He's like, Cecily, I don't think we need to pretend to be normal people. Because we ain't. No, we can just be people. We can just be us. Sometimes that means she's going to get real weird. But, you know, that's the cost of doing business, right? I guess. It was nice to be people with you, though. Quite enjoyed it myself. You want some coffee? <laughs> uh, I don't... Uh, I don't own a coffee maker or coffee. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so, no. <laughs> well, then maybe I'll just take a shower. How about you come on? How about we go head on over to the store? I do have a coffee maker at the convenience store that I work in. 
I know I'm very impressive. You are very impressive. Um, but I also want to shower. So let's take a shower. Okay. Um, Kiki. Yes. Uh, where are you huffing off to? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's evening. Mm-hmm. So I think she just goes and gets ready for work. Um, she texts or call Rio at all? Or is her intention um, just to run by the store later? I think... I think uh, several hours later, um, hours which she's been stewing this whole time. Right. And doing. No. Yeah. Nobody has made any problems in the bar because she's in such a mood that everybody can tell. (laughs) It's the quietest night at the bar. Everybody's just very quietly ordering their drinks and drinking. Yeah, it's like these very angry wolf pheromones are permeating all mm-hmm. things. Um, but Rio gets a text. Uh, You know I don't think less of her because she gets scared, right? I think, like, we get, uh, we get, like, the half-frame cut, like, Kiki texting inside of this bar. Um. And, um. And, like, Kiki texting into this bar and Rio standing inside of this, like, fluorescent, like, awful, like, awfully lit um, convenience store, like, leaning on the, leaning on the counter, like, pecking at his phone with, like, one hand because he's so goddamn bored. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, like, um, the, uh, like, 24 frames by Jason Isbell is, like, playing underneath this and he's like, I know. But she don't know that. I feel like everything I say to her gets twisted around. Um, here's the thing. She is used to people wanting something from her. The baseline interactions that she has with most folks because of what she can do. So it's very hard for her to take people at their word. Now, is that great? No. But I think that maybe you can understand 
being wary of folk. Especially folks with ulterior motives. You had the same conversation but reversed as soon as I left, didn't you? Almost certainly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got one power. That's talking to folk. <laughs> hmm. Uh, fuck you, parentheses, affectionate. A <laughs> uh, winky face emoji. <laughs> uh, I didn't intend not to include her either. I just... You help me think things through. I'm happy to do that. I know you weren't trying to... I know you weren't trying to leave her out of the loop. But... Next time, you probably need to bring her in earlier. It is her. It's her life. And she's pretty smart. She can probably help you think things through, too. Uh, in the frame, we see Kiki wrinkle her nose. Uh. Great. Good. We've grown as people. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm I'm sorry to put you in between things and uh I won't I won't drop by without texting you first again. And I think he replies like, you know you can drop by any goddamn time you want to. <laughs> Heart emoji. <laughs> um Archie, what are you doing with your new information? Sending out a group text to everybody. <laughs> Is it barbecue time? Hey, oh all hands meeting at the trailer. <laughs> 10 a.m. tomorrow. Someone pick up shade. Someone else pick up breakfast. I'd prefer something with sausage. Big, big, like, if you could sigh through a text message. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get breakfast. I'll bring coffee. No Rio one remembers like, to pick up shade. Now? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no one remembers to pick up shade. Oh, Cecily picks up shade. <laughs> so it's Sunday, right? This is Sunday. We're at Sunday. Sunday I mean, it's whatever Sunday. day. Okay. Okay. It is a weekday. Oh. Yeah. It is very specifically a weekday. Cecily has work in the mornings. Take the day off. I'll pay for it. I Okay, I'll call out sick. So it's 8 a.m. Everybody rocks up at the trailer. No, it's 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Sorry, I thought I thought you said eight. I don't know why I thought ten. Or anyways. 10 a.m. Oh, right. 
Duh. That's why Archie said it at 10 a.m. and on a weekday, because Wayne's not home. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick. Um, intimacy with Shade and also intimacy with Rio. Oh, right, right, right. Does Cecily get visions about there? Yes, I need to do this before I forget. Mm-hmm. Um for shade. Um you get visions about their fate, right? Mhm. Or destiny. Mhm. Um about that person's future. About that person's future. For shade, you find yourself in a bog in the woods, uh surrounded by the ruins. Of homes, and particularly a tree choked by kudzu, surrounded by rubble. Um, Shade is there, but their form is barely visible in their cowering, because there is almost a monstrous wolf looming over them. Like a real wolf? No. Okay. Uh, Made out of fire. Okay. Um, so not a real wolf. Um, like snarling and growling and like looming over, uh, shade. So that's what you see for shade. Oh, great. Um. What terrible thing do I need to show Cecily about Rhea? Oh, God. (laughs) Um. I think you get a very quick, like you're standing outside of Rio's church, or at least what you think is Rio. Oh no, you've been to Rio's mm-hmm. church before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and crashing in like, kind of like there's a little bit of a step way up into the church. Um, the lights in the, it's like almost like you don't turn, you don't have a chance to turn around in this moment, but like the sky looks as though if like the Aurora Borealis is like taken hold in Appalachia. Mm-hmm. As, like, a truck, like, jumps the curb and kind of, like, uh, runs up the stairs of this church and uh, falling out of out of this, um, falling out of the truck, coughing blood and holding his his abdomen is is Rio, who, like, pushes really hard to stumble to his feet and then, like, go through the church doors. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. Well, she changed it. Now if she can just yeah. change it some more. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yep. All right. Cecily has the jug of coffee from the Duncan. <laughs> Jesus. And shade. <laughs> and shade, yes. With the window down, even though it's cold. <laughs> Woo! Kiki has brought McDonald's. She has a bag full of uh, sausage McMuffins. But no, just sausage biscuits. You don't want biscuits from the McDonald's. No, God. I want the McGriddle sausage biscuits. 
<laughs> McGriddles are good. McGriddles are good. Have you ever had the chicky? Oh, I call it chicky griddle, where you get the like the the they're like chicken fillet that they usually put on a biscuit, but you put it on a McGriddle. Mm, I haven't sounds done great. that, it's but really it does good. sound good. At one time, you have to tell them to make this. And one time I rolled up very sleepily to McDonald's. I'm like, I'd like a chicky griddle. <laughs> You're like, a what? I'm like, oh, oh I'm, no. you know what? I'm just going to drive away. <laughs> I love you. Mm. <laughs> Could or, you repeat I, that, sir? <laughs> chicky griddle. <laughs> They're going to be talking. You know they talked about that all shift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cheeky um, griddle with the sweet and sour sauce. Is everybody are, are is everybody convening outside, or are they coming in the trailer now, Archie? Uh, starting outside, and then once everyone's here, lead them down into the workshop. Okay, that's fair. Because uh, basically, only you and Wayne know how to actually go into the workshop, right? Um, is this the first time Kiki's been down here? Almost certainly, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kiki, fucking Jesus Christ, does this place smell weird? <laughs> the air uh-huh. here, the air here smells impossibly old. Mm-hmm. Um, the stonework doesn't feel right. Um, the in like the air doesn't smell right here either. There's not like this bait like. The baseline scent of home is just like seemingly not present here. Mm-hmm. So, and it's still filled with golden evening sunlight. Mm-hmm. Kiki wrinkles her nose but doesn't say anything. Uh, standard warning: don't touch anything without asking first. You never know what might explode. Oh, I forgot. It was wait, was real part of this group text now or not? Not. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> no Rio is allowed. <laughs> Only the Scooby Gang. <laughs> the primary Scooby Gang. <laughs> no scrappy doos. Oh no. This is not a scrappy do episode. Thank goodness. Alright. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is going to be weird. This is going to be unsettling and complicated. Just write it out. I feel Hold like your questions till the end. I feel like we're used to this scenario, but yeah, you're really not. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to let y'all watch this, and then we'll take the questions after. There are four tapes. It's going to take us a while to get through, so just. Be patient. And he set up chairs in front of the uh, TV and starts the first tape while munching on a biscuit or a McMuffin. Uh, the tape's what I described earlier play. <laughs> I think we like crossfade um, to, to the, the final tape like ending. So that's how he knew. Did anyone else know that Rio's mom was an oracle? Nope. 
I didn't even know his mom's name, so I couldn't be sure it was her. I recognize her. Just a little. And the timing's right. So what do we do? Is there anything we can do? My first priority is keeping Wayne safe. Good. However, also apparently some parties see me as some sort of weird contract hitman and not a maintenance guy um, and want me to kill Nebo. That might. Oh, is that all? Yeah, you know. Listen, I just chewed someone out for hiding information, so it would be stupid of me to turn right around and hide a bunch of information from y'all. I appreciate that level of respect, Archie. Oh my god! Doesn't fucking cold. Does not <laughs> look at cold. Kiki. Just doesn't look at Kiki at all. <laughs> Eyes straight ahead. <laughs> Shade just Kiki munches on popcorn p- harder. <laughs> Kiki goes and makes another pot of coffee. Is there or gets another cup? Is there a reason why Wayne should not know? I don't know. I haven't been able to figure that part out yet. While we can, giving him the gift of not knowing. I don't know. <laughs> Archie, I, I'm going to level with you. I don't know if killing Nebo is within our abilities. Do you want me to look? And she kind of halfway pulls out a book. I don't know. I think we need to find out by whatever means we've got that won't draw too much attention. You know what I've often wondered? I've often wondered how close the stuff that you do and the stuff that I do are to each other. Like, what if we could do things together? Has anyone ever tried? Like, what if we, I can, we know that I can alter circumstances, right? Like, what if, 
What if we just alter circumstances harder so that something bad happens to him and we're not there for it, right? Like, I wonder... You know about this stuff more than I do. Has anyone ever tried? I haven't. Okay. And my training was more practical than theoretical. Okay. So that sounds like something we need to find out. Well, what did the rest of you think? Do you think it's worth it? Do you think it could be even remotely successful? Is everybody okay? <laughs> this is me, Shannon. Okay. Kiki shrugs. I don't know jack shit about magic, so. The closest. you all think it will work, I'm sure. The closest thing I have to magic is being dead. Which I don't think is magic. Is there like an occult library that has like research? I don't know. Is there an occult library, Cecily? Some kind of collection of of magical tomes, maybe hidden inside of some place? I mean, Nebo took them away. They're not there they anymore. Yeah, I, I said that at the beginning of the of the oh, okay. yeah. They uh, they went poof. Ar- Archie kind of leans back in his chair and points around a column at the. Library of old tomes that exist within his sanctum. It does say literally on his character sheet. Um, a library of a old tomes. library to- of old tomes. <laughs> Is it okay for me to touch them? Okay, so it's a bunch of glass-fronted barrister bookcases. And one of them has black chains with silver runes inscribed in them. Mm-hmm. Don't touch that one. The other should be fine. Huh. Well, I wonder what would happen. But I don't know if it's the right way. Does anybody else have any bright ideas? 
Has uh, Kiki shared the whole like meeting Nevo with people besides uh, Rio and uh, Cecily? I don't think she's really had an opportunity to. Okay. Yeah. She didn't like put it in the group chat or anything. So. But also, Shade was there for the entire conversation. Oh shit! Yeah, I was there. <laughs> it's just Archie who doesn't know. I forgot already. <laughs> um, <laughs> what if? Uh, what if we made it where the Nebo guy couldn't? get outside of the mountain like no people to talk through a stronger binding people to talk through is a weird thing for uh, Shade to say Archie Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um, back up just like two sentences here people to talk through Oh, yeah, Kiki had an incident, and then there was um, a more embarrassing incident, but we won't go into that. Kiki, do you want to tell Archie about the incident, the first one? Kiki relays the incident. The first one, not the second one. Well, that's certainly an incident. I love how (laughs) nobody's like, Shade, how do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) Stealth. <laughs> Nailing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know how um, invasive species take over a place because they don't have any natural predators? Uh... Do you think it's possible that just, you know, one by one, we're taking out all of the invasive species and not leaving any predators for things? Um, You know, that's just me um, talking into the wind. It probably doesn't mean anything. But um, what if Archie, what if you and I, what if I, what if I looked back in time like I did? on the blazing fury and instead of me changing something i let you change something what if what if you made the binding on nemo stronger nebo not nemo <laughs> jesus christ Binding Nemo sounds like a very different movie. (laughs) 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 
mean, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, everything about this is crazy. Um, The problem with changing things in the past is that you don't know what it will change in the present. Yeah, I'm far more comfortable with looking at the past for information than just diving in and making changes willy-nilly. Okay, fine. May I look at your books? Have at. Um, so Cecily's going to go over there and like... Smell the old books first. You know, you got to smell the old books. And then just kind of trail her fingers along the spines until one of them, like, speaks to her. Or not not literally, but figuratively. So um, Cecily's trailing her fingers along the books. And one of them feels right And she leaves through it. Her eyes glaze over white. Her hair starts to move around. And she smiles a little bit. And then she lets it out to go ahead and twist the strands of fate. Eleven. Eleven figures. <laughs> okay. Cicely touches this book. I'm assuming she opens it. Yes. Right. That's how it works. You run your fingers across, like, what seems to be, like, scrawlings in, like, a incomprehensible language. But something in there um, works for you. And your eyes go white. And also everybody else. Their, their um, eyes also go white? No, but everybody else uh, feels this pull, right? And, like, normally how it is, is, like, oh, Cecily finds herself standing in a place, like, witnessing something happening. It's kind of usually how this works. She has the ability to reach out to do things. Um... But everything is so much more. You feel like a push of some, like it's, you are looking into this book, kind of getting ready to go down the slide, right? To to dive into this. But right before you're stepping off the the edge to dive in, you're on your own. It's like you get shoved real hard in the back and you find yourself in the pool unexpectedly. Um, and what happens is you see a flash of images of like an, a, a man, uh, with Roram reflected in the mirror of him. And a number of people whom you do not recognize in a circle uh, 
standing uh, about an altar with a woman that you definitely know is Selmer Penderin in the center of it. Um, he is performing some sort of ritual with her. This is where you have ended up. Okay, I'm just here by myself in this. For this moment. What you know kind of instinctually is that this is the day that Selma Penderin becomes a vampire. And it's not the day that... <laughs> it's not the day that um, they they put the binding on Nebo. No. Oh, great. But... What if she doesn't become a vampire? What if she doesn't? If she doesn't become a vampire, then nothing that just happened, happened. And there's no Rio and Cecily. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> um... But this must be significant because you were brought here. Okay. It's significant. What else is around? Is this, that, is this all? This is where you're at. This is where I'm at. And Rorim is there. Yes, it seems to be some kind of collection of people. Um, you don't recognize the, like, what seemingly are regular people here, but they are obviously helping to perform this ritual. Um, it's very hard to tell because, like, you don't recognize the people. Rorum doesn't age in the same way, and you've never, in, you know, Selma is arguably, you know, been the same age since this exact moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you had to guess, it was a hot minute ago. What if she's still a, a vampire? She's just not as good of a vampire. That can be arranged. What if... Oh, God, this is hard. I don't know what to do. The past is harder than the future. That's true. Maybe Kiki was right. <laughs> and then well, we catch that on the recording. Then, Ce then Cecily bites her tongue. Um, um, Cecily calls out. For what purpose? And she's to catch Selma's attention. Okay. Um, Is that your action here? 
all Cecily says is, remember, remember being human. Okay. I hope I didn't fuck that up. Everybody else in the room. Um, you are watching Ces- like Cecily picks up the book and immediately does the fucking thing, Archie. <laughs> um, though before any of you have a, a chance to react, uh, kind of spilling out from Cecily is this. feeling of youthful energy followed by just crushing levels of exhaustion. And it hits you all like a ton of fucking bricks, including you, Shade. Hmm. Um, but I'm it, ungovernable! <laughs> <laughs> um, you... You guys, like, it hits you and kind of instinctually you, like, like your eyes sort of droop from this, like, huge wave of exhaustion. And when you open your eyes back up, you guys are all standing with Cecily um, in the parking lot of the English, of what was the English Ivy Inn and Resort, which has now got some caution tape up in front of it. Um, The night sky looks wrong. Again, like the Aurora Borealis has come to Appalachia. Crashing out of the doors of the English Ivy Inn and Resort is comes Selma Penderin. Um, laying or on the ground, there is a trail of blood that leads to an empty parking spot. And you all look at Selma as she comes through the door, her eyes wide, looking at something well beyond you all. And you guys turn once again to see the mountain crack open. Fill out a sickly green light that moves through the air like it's a heavy fog that rumbles out impossibly fast like an explosion. The wave hits you. And Archie and Shade, you find yourselves. It's night. You're in the park. Maybe it doesn't look like the park like you remember it, but there's like enough kind of like landmarks that you kind of can vaguely think that it's the park, but it doesn't look right. It's a lot more rundown. It's a lot more poorly taken care of. Um, And Kiki and Cecily. You all find yourselves uh, in an alley. Um... The door is still painted the same red. You you recognize this place. It's one of the bars that you bounce at. Um, judging by the night, like it, it, it's pretty late. Um, but you 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 both kind of find yourselves like just like sprawled on the ground uh, here in this alleyway. Uh. What just happened? 
I don't know. Cecily, you tell me. I don't know what this is. I didn't do this? Did you do something? Yes, but not this. Okay, what did you do? I looked back. And? I looked back and I saw what I didn't intend to see and didn't do anything. That's not true. Uh, Okay, um, what did you see? I saw Silma Penderin getting turned into a vampire. When what I wanted to see was the binding of Uncle Nebo. Maybe it was the book. Maybe it was the circumstances. Maybe I'm just losing my shit. I mean, if you were just looking at the past, then it's not like you did this or anything, so. Hmm? You're, that sentence is interrupted um, by somebody coming out that door. Um, and before their face it comes out is like a an extremely recognizable voice goes like, uh, Kiki, you out here? You okay? I heard something going on. And then stepping into frame... Kiki, what does your brother look like? Uh, so my brother, David, mm-hmm. um, he's a little younger. He's, he's three years younger than Kiki is. Um, and he, in the way that Kiki is big, David is small. Okay. Um, like he, he's a, a scrawny looking kid. Um, uh, but you know, he, he's, he has glasses and, uh, the same kind of black hair that she does, uh, the same brown skin. Um, and their, their faces look very similar to each other because, mm-hmm. you know, siblings. Um, but ex- except for like the, the stature of it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think he stops for a second and he, uh, he goes like, Oh, did you change your hair? And then he, like, catches a side of Cecily out of the corner of his eye. And, like, his expression goes immediately grim. And he, like, looks back to Kiki and then back to Cecily. He's like, what are you doing with her? And that's where we're going to end for the week. <laughs> Woo! With me today, all as always, has been Kiki, or playing Kiki, has been Danielle, oh. not the other way around. <laughs> Hey, I've been Danielle. Uh, I will probably continue to be Danielle. You can continue to find me on the internet at Redtail Talk 90. And playing Shade is Malia. I have been Malia. You can continue to find me on the internet at Criminally Cryptid. Or if you enjoyed me and would enjoy uh, hearing from some other people that aren't on this podcast, uh, you can come on over to the Hearthside Enclave Discord uh, to meet some other fine folks. Or you can listen to us on your podcatcher of choice at Hope's Hearth uh, eh, Pod. And playing Archie is Richard. 
Hi, I've been Richard. You can find me on the internet at Corvus underscore Azure or just Corvus Azure. And playing Cecily is Shannon. Hi, I'm Shannon. I use she, her pronouns, and you can find me on the internet at Big Mom Energy, but not the Twitters. And I'm Brian. You can find me and the podcast on Twitter at RoomwarePod. Uh, please come join our Discord. The link is in the description below. Um, I am sure you all will be yelling quite a bit, uh, and I would like to hear it. It gives me so much power. Um, <laughs> so we will uh, pick this up next time. Uh, goodbye forever. So long. Not forever. forever. Love you. I say goodbye.